Welcome to A Conscious Way Forward, a podcast about healing, reimagining leadership, and reinventing education. If you're a seeker, changemaker, or dreamer, you're in the right place. I'm your host, David K. Richards, and I'm on a mission to help individuals rise in consciousness and usher in a new paradigm of a more equitable and just global society. As an educator, founder and CEO, dadpreneur, coach, and ambassador for change, I share my conscious journey through real, raw, and relatable stories while engaging in conversations with a diverse group of guests. I discuss timeless wisdom teachings and how they've helped me navigate life, leadership, parenting, and heal my traumatic childhood wounds. If you're ready to come home to your soul's purpose, co-create a more equitable world, dream, act, and heal forward together, then please continue to listen. Hey everyone, it's David K. Richards. I'm so excited for today's episode. It's a first part of a four-part series on the intuitive leader within, which I'm super passionate about. In this first part of the series, we're going to throw out those old leader stereotypes that we've all been fed, and we're going to shift our mindset to the types of leaders our world needs right now in this crazy moment we're in. So I'm calling on the teachers, the coaches, the empaths. I'm calling on you. And we're going to talk about being adaptable, creative, and collaborative. And I'm going to ask you to think about your superpower. So if you're ready, let's dig in. Welcome everyone to Heart of the Matter, where we're leading a conscious way forward. I'm your host, David K. Richards. And today I really want to talk about you are the leader that we need in this moment. So let's be clear. The COVID-19 situation has really created a massive crisis within our world. And it's these moments where we really need the leaders to step up. But what I want to talk about today is that we have some misconceptions about what those leaders look like. And what we need is this conscious leadership moving forward, what it looks like and how we're going to reimagine our schools and how we're going to heal together. It's going to happen with leaders like you and me leading us forward in a new way. And so today I have created a simple handout for you guys to fill out while you're going through the podcast or at a later date. And what I really want you to understand about today's episode is that I want to clarify the misconception of what a leader looks like in this old version of leadership and what it needs to look like moving forward. And most important thing I want you to hear is that you are that leader and your natural strengths are already what we need right now. We don't need to wait for a training program. You have everything you need. As you're going through this worksheet, I want you to think about what's one of your most powerful skills. You know that question, what's your superpower? Think about what your superpower is. When people ask you that question, don't overthink it. So write it down right now if it's come to you. All right. For me, it's working with people and it's intuition. I can just intuitively feel the moment and how people are feeling and very empathic. And I really can connect with people. And so that's a superpower of mine. Like I don't miss anything. If I walk into a room, I see all the things that are going on. So what is your superpower? Note that. Okay. So I want you to be thinking about how you've used that superpower to be effective as a leader. And let's be clear, a leader is anybody. So parents are leaders, our neighbors are leaders. Anytime you're influencing somebody or having an impact on another individual or a project or something like that, you're a leader. So don't get caught up in like, oh, I'm not really a leader. No, 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 no. You're a leader and we need you right now. And so in the workshop, I'm going to ask you to, to just note, what do you think are some of the leadership characteristics you already have? We'll come back to this. 
And I want you to pick one leadership characteristic that you naturally possess, which is most likely going to be connected or same as your superpower. And then I want you for the next week to observe how you use this skill with people. So when I'm coaching folks, a lot of times they don't even realize what their superpowers are like, oh, I talked to this woman the other day, super intuitive, highly intuitive. And she's like, I just thought everyone else kind of felt like, oh, you need to do this and this and this. And I'm getting this message and that message from the universe. And she didn't realize that she had a special gift. So similarly, I always thought for years, like everybody intuitively kind of knew what people were feeling. I didn't realize that was just a gift that I had as an empath. So what's your gift? What's your superpower? What's that skill that you don't even notice that you use? And then I want you to observe it throughout the week. How am I using this skill? It's very unconscious, very subconscious. You don't even realize you're using it. Observe how you're using it throughout the week. And then I want you to answer the question as you go through the week, how does this skill give you power? In one of my sessions the other day, I was speaking with an individual who she didn't even realize that her ability to navigate conflict and to build relationships with everybody, she saw that as weakness. She's like, ah, I'm so weak. I shouldn't be, you know, giving into this person. I should be standing my ground. And I'm like, wait, can you just, let's take a step back here for a moment. This is your superpower. No one else can get along with this woman in your whole company. And you've developed a relationship with her. Now you got to watch and make sure that you're not getting into an entangled, dysfunctional, codependent relationship, of course. And we'll talk about that more later. But she's building a strong relationship intuitively with this coworker. And people are asking her, how are you doing it? I had to point that out for her. So I want you to be your own coach. How are you using the skill with people? How does the skill give you power? And then how can you leverage the skill to be effective in your life? Not just in your leadership journey or maybe at work or with your kids, but like all of those, all of those things. When you're in the grocery store, you know, your interaction with anyone, how can you use that? So let's actually talk about what the skills that you naturally already have, which are the skills that we need right now. We need these skills now more than ever. There was a recent article about all the countries that are leading through COVID the most effectively. They're all led by women leaders. The divine feminine is coming, folks. It's not coming. It's here. This is the next phase of leadership. So whether you're a man or woman, that's not important. It's how you lean onto that feminine energy to lead. Let's talk about what the natural skills most of you already have. I'm just guessing from the folks that I'm attracting. We need people that are very high in emotional intelligence. I just got a really long message from a good friend of mine who talked for almost 10 minutes on Voxer to me about how she was being so thoughtful about how she shared a message with the folks and only one person got really upset. So she had to use her emotional intelligence to navigate that situation. But the fact that she was being so thoughtful about it, that's what we need. We need people that are leaning on their empathy. We need the empaths to come out. If you're an empath and you're like, well, I'm just a little nervous and I'm not sure and I'm feeling all these things and I'm kind of scared. It's like, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need to heal so deeply. And I prepared this episode before COVID hit. And now that we're in this new reality, like smack dab in the middle of it, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what we need. We need so many healers and empaths to come out and serve and help and hold people in whatever way you think that looks for you as a leader, hold people. Okay. So we need people that understand other people's needs. We need the people, people to come out. We need people that are intuitive, that can feel something beyond the five senses and know how to act on that. We'll definitely be talking about that a lot in this podcast. And we need people that are flexible and adaptable. I'm laughing because I wrote this down six weeks ago, eight weeks ago before COVID hit. And now I'm like, uh, this should be at the top of the list, right? We need people that are flexible. I mean, things are changing on the dime. If you could see my office space, it used to be a corner in the, you know, at my school, but also at the family room. Now it's in the corner of our bedroom on a sewing machine. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'm recording right now. 
you have to be adaptable. We need the creatives. We need people that can see the situation differently. Okay, these are the skills that the 21st century leaders need. And now in this moment, it's like, do not wait. Come on, we need you. We need you. Lean on these skills. If you don't think you're strong as a leader because of these skills, I'm here to remind you that you are or to tell you that you are. We need people that can see the situation differently and live in the world of infinite possibilities and be creative with the solutions. Or to say there's maybe not even a real problem here. It's just something that people have created and now let's work our way through it. And we don't even need all these massive solutions. It's like one conversation, whatever. So we need people that are creative and can see things differently, innovative. We need people that are collaborative and cross-functional to use an industry term. But we need people to collaborate. As I'm thinking about the skills for the future of how we should be educating our children, it's creativity, it's collaboration, it's empathy, and it's autonomy. So yeah, we need people that are actually know how to work on teams and work together. And people that are good with people, this is where you guys shine. This is where you shine. So yeah, we need people to come together. This is a world problem now. It's not just, oh, well, let's deal with this country. How are we going to work together? We need people that can collaborate. We need the coaches and the teachers, the coaches and the teachers, the coaches and the teachers. This is not going to be a top-down mandate. This is going to be coaching people. This is going to be teaching people. So whether you're a formalized teacher in a school system or whether you're a teacher because you do wisdom teaching or whether you're a coach, whatever you want to call your title, you choose an intuitive guide. However you show up in the material world with your title, we need you to show up and we need you to coach. We need you to teach. It's all about coaching and teaching. And Google has this great study called the Oxygen Project where they went through and spent millions of dollars on analyzing all their managers. And guess what? The best managers are the best coaches. The ones that had the happiest employees were all the ones that were coaching, 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 and teaching together, collaborating, not mandating and telling people what to do. So we need those of you that know how to empower others and that are democratic. This is going to be a bottoms up movement. This is not going to be, oh, let's move forward from this crisis with the same old, same old, same old. No, this is going to be people coming together and we need the democratic leaders. We need the people that know how to empower, bring out the best in others. My first meeting with my coach five years ago, we had a 30 minute consult in the first 20 minutes. It didn't even take 20 minutes. It was like a minute 11. She said, you are great at bringing out the best in others. I'm going to work with you on bringing out the best in yourself. So we need people that can bring out the best in themselves and then translate that over to bring out the best in others. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need the leaders that know how to be warm and rigorous. What does that mean? That means you know how to lead with heart. It's got to be about the heart right now. It's got to be about empathy and the heart. And you know how to hold high expectations, though, that you know how to set boundaries. You're not going to let people walk all over you, but you are going to say like, yeah, this is what we can achieve. This is what we can do. This is what we can believe this is what we can manifest because there's a leader holding them to these really cool standards. But within that, you have to be flexible and creative and innovative, right? You can't just say, okay, this is the road and it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. And then, you know, if something changes along the way, well, 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 put our blinders on, we're not changing. So yeah, we need people that can also understand that. And so the other thing I'm going to talk about in another episode is we've all been conditioned to believe that leadership is actually different, right? The Lee Iacocas, the general patents, you know, it's commanding, it's powerful, it's assertive, decisive, my way or the highway, authoritative. All right, 20th century, hell yeah, we needed that, right? Coming out of world wars, dealing with factory models. I mean, yeah, all these new things, all these changes. Yeah, sure. It's a different time. Now, 2020, those leadership skills that many of you probably feel like my client that said, oh, I just feel so weak because I don't have these. Great. Don't worry about those. You should literally reserve them for every once in a while moments when you really are just like, okay, just like with your kids, 
you don't ever yell at them, but every once in a while you have to use a very firm voice and be like, this is the line I'm drawing. No. Okay. These skills are used very seldomly if you want to be an amazing leader. And so it's all of these skills coming together where we really, really need you. Let me share a story. I think it's so important because I do think there's just so many models out there that I'm worried are not coming out into the world because they're scared because people like us are scared because we're empaths and we're worried about what people are going to say. We feel so deeply that we're worried if someone says something mean to us that we're not going to come out of our house for a month. Okay, I get it. I've been there. So I'm going to share the story though about my doing versus being moment. So in the last few weeks, I was just totally in flow. I was in my essence. I was in my higher intelligence. I wasn't thinking, I was just playing. I kept calling it, oh, let's just play in the sandbox. I was in, you know, my soul was just like dancing. It was super fun for about 20 days. I was just on a high. I wasn't tired. I was cranking out so many things, just all flow, all essence. And then at one moment, I got triggered because somebody said, hey, I'm willing to pay for your web platform that you're dreaming about with Heart of the Matter. I'm willing to pay for it. And I was like, cool. And I was really excited. It was Friday afternoon. Then on Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, hangover. Oh my gosh, I just gave something away. It's no longer a playground. It's no longer a sandbox. Now it's the real world. Started freaking out, started getting nervous and went into trigger state. And what I noticed, and then the next Friday I had somebody else come in and talk about potential partnerships, somebody who has you know a lot of resources and then got really excited. And I was like, wow, two weeks in a row you did got excited. Then you got into trigger mode. And by Sunday, you were curled up in fetal position on the bed, two Sundays in a row. I'm like, what happened to me? And then I was tired. I was so tired. I was like, oh, I have too much on my plate. I'm so exhausted. So my beautiful support community, I hope you have your own community of support. They basically said to me, okay, when you start using the terms, you have too much on your plate, you're in ego, you're in mind, you're thinking, 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 drop into your heart, drop into your essence and observe what's going on. And then I had a great coaching call with my coach because every coach needs their own coach. And she basically helped me see that all of my triggers were related to my fear of not being worthy. Because of my abuse as a child, because of my abandonment and my trauma, I basically feel that I'm not worthy unless I do, 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 stay busy, stay busy, stay busy. We all have these patterns that we fill in with. So I have to stay busy. I have to, okay, do, do, do. So those 20 days where I felt in flow, I was not in that mindset. Then when I shifted in a moment, I shifted into, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Oh my gosh. And I'm writing it down. I'm writing time over and over and over. And I'm thinking, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm drinking more coffee. I was like, wow, watch that. So I don't know if you guys have similar patterns or similar things, but for me, it was about the doing versus being and knowing that it's really easy for me to slip into that doing. And I love the way Eckhart Tolle talks about this and how you have to find your surrendered action. So it's coming from your inside out. It's internal out. So you get the feeling, you get the tug, you obey the tug, and then you do it. And, you know, honestly, what I accomplished in those first 20 days would have taken me 180 days, I'm just making up numbers, but it would have taken me, let's say five times longer, 100 days, if I had done the old way of leadership. 100 days. I did it in 20. I mean, you don't understand how many things I produced in those 20 days. I did like 20 podcast episode interviews. I wrote the whole website copy. I, I mean, I could have written a freaking book in two days at that moment. I was just on fire, right? And then I came down to earth and you know, we all worried that like, if we're having too much fun, something bad's going to happen. So I want to share this story because I think it's really important to understand that we need you right now. And I know that it's hard. We're all in fear and like, you know, read my blog on davidkrichards.com. Just picking up the domain name a year ago, I couldn't look at it again for a week. I was like, oh no. 
What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm not this important. Blah, blah. And I have the title founder and CEO next to my name. Okay. So I know what you guys are thinking. I know it. I've been there. I'm 44 years old and I'm just tired of it. So we need you. We need you bad. Here's the thing. Here's what's happening. And I'm seeing it so clearly is that we're not going to reform our school system. We're not going to reimagine our institutions. We're not going to heal forward together if we keep putting a square peg into a round hole. Okay, so this is what's happening. We are continuing to lead with ego. It's all about me. It's all about the goals and the outcomes specifically. And what we're trying to do is the world has shifted. Okay, the new earth has arrived and we're trying to put a square peg in a round hole and we're wondering why it's not working. So we need people like you to say, I have the round peg that's going to fit right in the round hole and it's going to just seamlessly fit. It's going to seamlessly fit when you start leading and acting from your highest self and you believe in yourself and you trust your intuition and you obey the tugs. Oh, let me tell you, it is delicious. It's Flowboat City. You're never going to look back until you get triggered and then you're going to work your way through it. We'll talk about that in other episodes. So to close out here, I would love for you guys to work on this little worksheet I put together. It's really just a few set of questions. For the next week, I want you to observe what is your superpower? How is that skill coming through? Because I want you to see, oh, please, please, please. I want you to see that you are the leader we need. And I know that people like us don't believe that. So I'm here to say it to you over and over. I think I've said it 17 times in this podcast episode alone. So what is a skill that you can see that makes you really effective as a leader? In addition to that one skill, what are some other characteristic skills that you have that you naturally possess? How do you use this with people? How does this give you power? And how can you leverage a skill to be effective in your life? Just answer those six questions. Answer those six questions, fill it out, observe, observe, go into witness mode this week, go into witness mode, observe yourself, observe yourself, watch your mind say, oh, but you're not really good at that. Oh no, but that, but you're weak. Oh, but then this, watch that. Take a deep breath in and out connect and say, I don't believe that. And just watch and just watch and just keep watching. Use your practices to stay on the breath, meditate, paint, draw, walk, exercise, be with your kids, whatever you need to do, stay in your essence. And we're going to connect back next week to keep talking about what are these old leadership belief systems that we've all been taught that are ingrained in our psyche and our belief systems and our nervous systems and our bodies. Come on, we're going to get these out. Let me just give you a couple. Leaders need to be strong and never show weakness. That's an old one that we all believe. We need to keep it all together. We're not allowed to make mistakes. It's better to be feared than loved. Oh, there's some juicy ones here. Leaders are born, not made. This is a fixed mindset, people. <laughs> you are either a natural leader or you're not. This is a duality. <laughs> Hierarchical top-down 20th century systems are the most effective way to lead. Okay, I'm getting too excited. I don't want to give away too much for next week. We got to get next week's episode ready to go too. All right, thank you guys. We will talk soon. is crazy right now. So I really appreciate you finding the time to tune into today's episode. Remember to spend the next week observing a skill you're so good at that it's your superpower. Think about how this skill helps you navigate all aspects of your life. Take a deep breath, silence your inner critic. You are worthy. Have a great week. And I can't wait for our next episode. If you want more A Conscious Way Forward content, subscribe to this podcast and join our Facebook group. Our group is growing and we're building a conscious we movement of parents, educators, leaders, and change makers to co-create and navigate this new earth together. All you need to do is search Heart of the Matter in the Facebook search bar or follow the link in the show notes.
Also, check out the website, www.heartofthematter.io, or you can find me at www.davidkrichards.com. And lastly, I'm offering a promotion right now to podcast listeners. If you're interested in living and leading the life that your soul is longing for, then reach out to me at david at davidkrichards.com and email me and get 20% off of my one-to-one coaching packages. All right. Thanks, everyone. I look forward to connecting with you in some way, shape, or form in the near future.